Sanusha Naidu, Senior Researcher at the Institute for Global Dialogue. Thanks for your time this morning, uh, Sanusha. Good morning, Sakina. Now, Sanusha, of course, uh, most of what happened yesterday overshadowed by the al-Bashir story. But in your estimation, which do you think should we uh, be placing the majority of our focus on right now? Yeah, I think it was basically to look at what the outcome of this summit is all about and focus on the three aspects of the summit, self-financing of the AU for African development, uh, questions of gender empowerment, and then, of course, dealing with peace and security issues of the continent. But unfortunately, I think what has transpired is the the case brought by the Southern African Litigation Center to have al-Bashir arrested as a result of the ICC. uh, That has basically overshadowed the whole summit itself. So where to now for South Africa? Because, you know, basically uh, damned if you do and damned if you don't on this one. You know, if you take it from from a purely legal perspective, in terms of the fact that South Africa is a member and a signatory of the Rome Statute, which is the founding guide, founding document for the ICC, then on that basis, again, the question is, do you then go ahead and, com- uh, and, and, and carry out the execution of arrest because on the basis of that, you actually have an obligation under the Rome Statute? And this is where I think it's become the gray area, particularly in terms of between the commitment around the AU and the commitment to the African Perspective of African process first, and then, of course, the international law that can become binding. And this is where I think it's going to be quite interesting to listen to what the judgment uh, 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 emerges from from the the resumption of the of the hearing today at the High Court. Now, the African National Congress has come out saying that um, the International Criminal Court is no longer useful um, for the purpose for which it was intended. What's your response to that? Well, I think it's always been a point of contention between the African side as well as and the, and the ICC. We've seen this play itself out in the context of the uh, case against the uh, Kenyan president, uh, Uhuru Kenyatta, where at the at last year the, the case was dropped against him because of the of the insufficient evidence that they could not uh, uh, be able to produce or, or, or in the context of what transpired. And we've seen that as in, in last year's AU summit as well begin to emerge as a point in which the the the, the, the Kenyan president was trying to. Uh, muster up enough support to try and get certain African countries to to leave the ICC, and this has become again a question uh, of of issue at this AU summit as well. And I think, to a large extent, it's always going to be a contention because of the perception that the ICC has only been uh, 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 basically instituting cases against African leaders. In fact, there's a kind of unevenness that is cited about the ICC. And I think this is quite important as well, considering that the prosecutor who is from um, uh, Senegal, I think it is, uh, Fatou uh, Benasudu, again, you know, there's been lots of questions about that. And I think it's been basically trying to ask, also ask the question around whether the, the AU may think about, or the African leaders may, member states of the AU may think about the idea of how does it want to, to go ahead in the future. And I think for South Africa, this is a very interesting test of its foreign policy as well, between the Africa policy as well as its more broader global international obligations.
Mm. But in the meantime, what is to be done about Omar al-Bashir? And what if he has already left the country? We have been trying to get word. We spoke to the Department of Justice this morning. They were unable to confirm. And at this point, it doesn't seem as though anybody can confirm whether Omar al-Bashir is still in South Africa or whether he's left. I think you're right. I mean, at this point in time, considering what has transpired in the last day, uh, he may very well be out of the country. Uh, and at the end of the day, whilst I mean, you know, once the judgment comes out of the court, then they'll be able to hear what the what what the what the action is and what uh, what eventually emerges. But I think you're right. I think it's it's at this point in time. What what also what is important for me to understand as well is if all of this was considered when South Africa decided to host the AU summit in terms of all of these different elements of its foreign policy in the way, in the need to try and go forward and to understand what are the implications in allowing al-Bashir to come into the country. So the conundrum right now for the South African government is what do they do? Uh, do they follow the orders uh, from the ICC to detain al-Bashir? Do they follow um, the orders of our own courts that says he should not leave the country at least until a ruling is made later today? What should they do? I, I mean, I think this is a real, real test of South Africa's uh, 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 foreign policy in the context of domestic policy versus international law as well. And I think to a large extent, it may very well be that once they face that conundrum, they may actually then be compelled to arrest him. And as you like you said, he may not be even in the country.